0: Hello, hello, coming on spontaneous. I had to go to the garden for mental health. (laughs) And I just uh, pull up here and I hear the crickets and I hear the birdies and I see the lettuce, let us be. So nobody knows I'm coming. That mean that this will be a secret garden tour. And uh, we had a little destruction over in Grandma's, Grandma Annie's garden. I don't know why this, her uh, whole thing fell down. Let's see if I can show you anything. Anyway, haven't talked to you guys for a while, and I miss you. And uh, hello, Heartline Realm. Nice to see you, Lisa. How's it going? I think you're the, uh, one of the first ones in the chat. And, uh, yeah came to talk about lettuce. When in doubt, grow lettuce. One of my favorite strategies for dealing with any kind of uh, overwhelm or, you know, feeling like you got too many things or feeling like things are stalling out or um, you're not getting the results that you want when you go to work or people aren't cooperating actually feel really lucky that's where there's an unprecedented amount of cooperation going on right now in my community is stunning actually and of course it requires some kind of a, a crisis to do that but hey enjoy it <laughs> heartline rounds said uh, hanging in there yeah yeah could be better so much stress off the chart stress really incredible times and, uh, yeah, so I'm going to talk about cooperation for a little while because it's, uh, it's, it's a beautiful thing when you, when you get into that high level stress and the stakes are high, things are happening that you don't necessarily want to be happening, of course. And, uh, so it's, I think the, the main thing is that it's humbling, right? Beautifully humbling and there are people that I'm working with right now that there would have been a time where there probably would have been some kind of personality personality clash between us. I can, I can just see it, right? The blueprint is there, maybe different lifestyles, somewhat different values, different approach, different, you know, mental beliefs about things. Uh, actually, the values probably are still a match. Hello, Virginia Dare. Nice to see you. Glad you're here. Coming on with no notice whatsoever and uh, and then those differences start to mean so much less as you go along and uh, and you and you put your differences aside you humble yourself and you get past your own stuff personality defects <laughs> it makes you realize that there was it was like we had the luxury of having all of the, those personality problems And, you know, that's when I traveled in India many years ago, I often met Israeli people. For some reason, I got along with the Israelis and we would travel together and, you know, just help each other out. And they always would comment about Canadians and other international travelers that we were so hung up on all of the little stuff, you know, like if the bus didn't come, then we're all freaking out or getting stressed out or if you can't get your package sent at the post office, which is a major all-day ordeal in India, by the way, or was anyway. I have no idea whether it is anymore. And then, and then you know, there'd be complaining or frustration or shaking your fist. I remember one time I went into the post office in India and I was having a very hard time getting my needs met to send one package and... Uh, So then I got mad, right? Very unskillfully got angry. And then it got even slower, the the service that they were giving me. And they actually brought people out of the back to look at me and watch me and make fun of me. (laughs) So it was a really good lesson in, you know, because here when you throw around your aggression, I'm not sure if it works better, but it's more... Normal. It's more acceptable. People are maybe a little bit more used to that. I don't do it now, of course, but uh, there it was entertainment for them. They thought that was fun. Here's a foreigner losing her shit, and uh, everybody come and see. Get tickets for the show, and let's make sure to slow her down even more because uh, then, otherwise, she'll just you know leave. <laughs> How fun would that be? Not, no, no fun at all. And uh, so yeah, it's it's a luxury to be able to indulge in small problems that's the luxury that we as canadians for sure have had and so the the israeli travelers you know they would always point this out and because they were more or less under fire all the time and everybody would go to here i'm going through the yeah <laughs> the tunnel a little bit so so beautiful a little backdrop there and uh, yeah, so they would just they would just be very calm in and of themselves, and you know, they were always under fire literally all everyone had some you know friend, family members that had died, had lost limbs, gone through really serious stuff, and as a result, they were very relaxed. they were very casual, they were very calm and centered, even though traumatized, I guess, from having been through all of that but they just knew not to sweat the small stuff, and that—that's a cliche. We—you you probably heard it all your life. I heard it all my life. But when you don't have big stuff to worry about, you tend to sweat the small stuff. Hello, Bella Grace. Nice to see you. <laughs> it's been a while. And uh, Mandela Mills here. Virginia said, "Small problems equal stand-up comedy." <laughs> you got it exactly. So then. Uh, you no, it's too bad we need big problems to get our act together and, uh, and, and come into calm. So my strategy is always when I get into a pickle, or I get into overwhelm, I get into a sense of lack of direction, don't know where to turn, what to do, too many projects and not, not sure what to focus on. That happens a lot these days, actually. Then I turn towards something very simple. Well, can I clean the kitchen? right and i'm going to i'm going to be happy with myself about that if i did it because later on when i go to make a meal it won't be a big war against the you know 30 dishes or whatever and i remember one time in india i was absolutely overwhelmed with nothing really no big problems at all going on you know given what we're facing right now and spiritual work can be very overwhelming your shit comes up in technicolor you meet yourself in ways you would never expect to, and uh, it, it's the same in the work that I do, helping people to build their business. I always tell them, like, yes, you want to have a business on the other side, you want to have a, you know, a valued service, you want to have a good income. All of those things are are good goals, but the real goal of doing that work is is freedom. And how does freedom come about? Uh, uh, come about? It's when your shit comes up. It doesn't come otherwise because your shit is a gatekeeper. The inner unconscious, the things we have the luxury of not looking at and distracting away from. But when the stakes get high, which it does when you're trying to build a business, nobody does that just for the fun of it, literally, no one. (laughs) The odd person has gone into it not needing to do it, just knowing they, from a soul level, really need to do it, which is another kind of a, a need but uh, it matters. And, uh, you know, it's no little thing. And then it's no little investment to work with me in in doing that either. And so then I always let them know that things are going to come up, you know, ask yourself, what are you going to do when things get hard, when they seem impossible and you can't have a breakthrough for one reason or another, how are you going to handle that? Right. We all need to prepare ourselves for that eventuality, and the beauty is that you're working directly on your freedom in the process. So those are two, two little tips and techniques around, you know, when you get into the comfort zone, when you get into overwhelm, those are pretty pretty different opposite things. So, you know, when you get into the the overwhelm, do, do simple things. Talk about lettuce, eat lettuce, grow lettuce. <laughs> you see my parsley patch here? I'll show you my lettuce. And, uh, you know, take care of yourself. There's uh, Overwhelm can definitely mean that you're not getting your own attention. Look at these babies. This was from Seed. I don't know, what was it? Four weeks, five weeks ago? This was from Seed. Look how enthusiastic they are. They're so happy in the, the cooler weather. Absolutely. Look at this patch, Olympic lettuce coming up there. There's still, they're still babies, but I've been eating my brains out. We got the sorrel and the celery and the chard is still going strong. I chopped it down really big time yesterday. Tomatoes still happening. Watermelon patch completely done. I got I got two watermelons and the groundhogs got two or three watermelons. <laughs> Darn it. But um, yeah, so simplicity is a really good thing to, to pick up. And then and then if you're in that comfort zone, like we were with Canadians, then the, the thing is to make life hard for yourself. Don't sit around and wait for someone else to make life hard for you because that will happen. It's guaranteed. It's, it's meant to happen because, again, there's no way for us to be free if our shit doesn't come up. I don't know a polite way to say that. Hello, Johnny Cool. Nice to see you. Let us spread the truth. (laughs) Amen to that. I'm I'm curious in in the title of the video, if my, if my lettuce emoji showed up, yeah, let us, let let us be. That was another point I wanted to talk about. I won't be here too long because I have to run back for a client, but, um, you know, the, um, shit, I just lost it. Not so hey Kiva, nice to see you. India is certainly a learning testing ground. Yes, twenty four seven. You know it exactly. Yeah, lots of tests. There are spiritual tests, and uh, oh yeah. So about making it hard for yourself, set a goal, and uh, get yourself out of the comfort zone with something that you do with it that you did. Right, you made it hard for yourself because otherwise it's it's. It's going to happen one way or the other. The reason is it's not uh, you know God's cruelty, it's that we are definitely destined for an experience of being free inside that energy of of God where freedom actually exists. And so by doing something, setting out to do something extraordinary that you don't know how to do, that you, are not comfortable doing that you feel unqualified to do. (laughs) Lots of conversations like this. I've got a good friend and, uh, shout out to him, Lysander Zimmerman. I don't know if you're going to hear this, but, uh, you know, you're in demand right now. People want to hear what you have to say. Feel very fortunate that you've been in our zone and helped us a lot. And, uh, none of us will have that feeling like, oh yeah, I'm the expert of the universe and I know it all and I've studied everything. And, uh, and even when you're a baby, sometimes, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting requests for interviews now to, to come and talk about the law. And I think, oh my gosh, that's funny. And the only reason that I'm organizing groups for the law is because I'm the only one organizing groups for the law, (laughs) right? Like, it's not because I'm the expert, because I know everything. I'm just starting out with all of this stuff. I'm interviewing people so that I can learn. And, uh, and yet, so people are turning to me, and, and my superpower is gathering people. I can get the people together. I can beacon out. I've got systems for making that efficient, for getting a message out easily. And uh, bringing the people together, we had a great talk on the Manitoba Law and Action Group. Lawrence Friesen came and told some uh, wonderful stories. He's been into this for decades. He's like a grandfather to us right now. When he speaks, I just hang on his every word. It's lovely, always learning things. Sometimes hearing things multiple times over and over and over. And then all of a sudden there's something that clicks. People get get bored. It's like, oh, I already heard that. "I I already know that. And it's do you really? Because when you're in that situation, you don't know what's going to happen based on all of that programming that hasn't come up yet. So there's a lot of gatekeepers and uh, in, inside ourselves mostly. We think they're out there, but they're really they're really in here. And uh, you clean your whole whole house. <laughs> yeah, well that'll create overwhelm too, exactly, Virginia. But um, yeah, just give yourself small tasks. Can, could I make my bed? Could I? Could I wash those dishes? Could I just clean up that cat shit? <laughs> I'm always cat juggling, I tell you. It's so funny. I, I don't have some of the bigger problems people are dealing with. I don't have an employer breathing down my neck. I don't stand to lose my job. Nobody's coming after me, telling me what to put in my body. Like literally no one. I know they're coming for us eventually, but uh, I have problems with my cats. <laughs> it's just stupid, right? So one way or the other, we're going to have to meet ourselves and, and do that inner work. Uh, let's see what else you guys are saying here. Uh, sharp double-edged sword. I missed that. And we got the lettuces and Johnny Cool and uh, Mandela Mike is in kindergarten. yet, we're all in kindergarten. <laughs> and it's good. So there are certain ways that I feel to be uh, very confident and an expert, Like When I sit down with a client to, to get to work and they actually have the willingness to do some work, whether it's on their business or their inner life, deprogramming, or both, which come and go hand in hand very nicely, then I have put a substantial number of hours in. I haven't counted them exactly, but it, it could very well be that 10,000 so that I have a sense of uh, competency. I have a sense of confidence. If that person is willing, I can help them. There's, I've, I've got the skills. I teach others how to have those skills and that's a very comfortable, joyful place for me. I, I love my work more than ever because it's so fun. It's so great. I used to find my work stressful in a lot of different ways. And now it's it's not. It's more, it's more like a break for me, actually, to get together with a bunch of students and, uh, and do do some of this core inner work. So good. And, and now I'm in an arena that gets me out of my comfort zone where I feel like a baby. And that's good too, right? just brings my shit up and makes me look at all my stuff. So I said shit a lot today. Anyway, I think uh, I don't really have much more to say today. I just wanted to check in. It's, it's been a little while. I don't like to uh, get too far from you guys because I love you. And uh, yeah, the phone doesn't tell me what time it is either. You kicked your cats outside because you couldn't handle them. No, I actually had a, I actually had a cat tantrum the other day. I was going I was going to get mad but instead I cried just cuz I, I you know woke up early to let my cat in and then my cat was a tyrant after that the whole you know I, I thought okay just let him in go back to sleep get a little bit more sleep no no just total tyrant and uh, and I just cried and wept and you know m- made a mess it's amazing that kind of st- I I wouldn't be losing my my stuff over that cats so much but it's a spiritual journey being a cat lady, I tell you, you got the barf here, and the other one's taking to peeing wherever she likes in my shoes. <laughs> I go to rush out the door, got everything together and time to the minute, and and get myself into my shoe, and it's a big puddle of cat pee. That's lovely, but they're giving me a they're giving me a sign. The other one has got very skinny and lithe, and does most of his eating outside. The other night. He meowed just so I could see him uh, tearing a, a little critter to shreds. So he—I think he's in training for when there's no more canned cat food. I have to say, kind of uh, s- uh, sad to even say that. Hello, Mike New. Nice to see you. And uh, yeah, so that's my—that's my story for today. It's talking about overwhelm and, on the one hand, when when you got yourself deep in and you're doing the things that that you want to do, and uh, and then how to handle the comfort zone, which is just as painful. Your soul's going to cry, right? Many people, their life is okay, but their their uh, soul is saying, no, there's more. You're, you're here to be of service. You're here to go on your on your hero's journey. And that's not so you can get a big ego that you're the hero and I'm the great one over here and pat yourself on the back and wait for everybody else to pat you, yourself on the back it's not like that, it's, you're, you're, you're primarily being the hero for yourself, so you can show up, and uh, slay your demons, and your dragons, and then very much, so you can turn around, and be of service to those who are your people, right, you can't have purpose without your people, so I'm glad that you guys have all found each other, I highly recommend networking, and finding those local folks, Uh, you know, I've, I've gone to being extremely focused outside of my borders and really excited to meet people all over the world like yourselves and uh and now being extremely focused on a on a local level knowing that we might be stuck here (laughs) we're kind of stuck here already hello Stuart Passmore thanks for all that love And then uh, one more look at the lettuce. (laughs) If You guys are entertained by my lettuce. I'm thoroughly entertained. Every day I come here, I see new growth, explosion. I've been eating like crazy already. I had so much lettuce, I had to juice lettuce, which is uh, always my delight because they make such beautiful uh, electrolyte drinks. Pure juices. I love it. Here's the parsley patch. And uh, here's my spicy oregano. This is serious medicine. It does have a bit of, I think it has a, some kind of a powdery mildew kind of thing on it. I can see, but, uh, it's, it's relatively healthy. It's made it survived. And we've one uh, cilantro that after the carnage of cilantro, I thought I was only going to get seed, but now there's a tiny cilantro plant. I've already been eating off it. Here are my Sri Racha peppers. Check it out. They're got, uh, one, Getting ripe here. These are delicious. Srirachas, so good. I got it to impress my kid. There's like, I don't know, 12 Srirachas on there. And uh, some basil and the the Olympic chard. It just goes on and on. This food, wow, it's intense. Really good. And my strawberries that get eaten by the gophers every single time. So next year I'll have to put that behind some kind of a fence or something. Like Grandma Annie has all these makeshift fences built. She's a professional. She knows what's going on. But uh, I think she doesn't like me anymore because she changed her mind about the double jabs. And there's uh, some people who are gardening here, according to her, that when they got their double jabs, they got sick and had to to back out of the gardening project. So we're hearing a lot of those crazy stories. There was a 13-year-old in Regina that had a heart attack after hers. Perfectly healthy. The only reason she did it, she didn't want to do it, the only reason that she did it is so that she could play basketball or volleyball or whatever her, her thing was. Right. So that's the absolute crime murders that are going on. All right. Well, thanks Cheryl. I appreciate that <laughs> helping me appreciate my garden and it does. Uh, it's, 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 it's good. It's good for the soul. I always feel different when I come down and commune with my lettuce. So, you know, and, and that's, I guess that is the punchline. We want them to just let us be, that would be so beautiful and nice just let us be let me be with my lettuce and we're done right but it's not like that we're not in those times they are coming for us so it's uh, taking a new new level of standing up making bold claims before god on behalf of yourself and your children and your community and we will prevail so lots of love to you guys for today i hope you have a beautiful rest of your day I am having, I believe I'm having Benjamin Balderson and Elsie uh, King on next week. I haven't confirmed the time, but I'm going to get them to come and talk about electricity. It's really amazing, fascinating how the sun and the moon work together, the anode and the cathode and the masculine and feminine, and what kind of applications are we going to require maybe when we don't have power, if, that, if it comes to that. So uh, uh, yeah, no fear. That's it. No fear. God says, don't be afraid. So that's what we shall do. Have a great day yourself. Bye everyone.